Every so often, a movie comes out and uh, just completely blows my mind. This one basically obliterated it. I don't recall what year this may have been, but it was 2015, maybe 2016. I was looking for something on Netflix, and uh, we all know how long that takes to find anything to watch. Um, sometimes I feel like the length that you spend looking for a movie is actually longer than the movie itself. Um, I think that makes sense. Oh, well, let's keep going. And uh, so as I was, I was uh, looking for something, I came across a picture of a uh, Streets of Rage style type of guy. He was wearing the Ray-Ban sunglasses, the leather jacket. He had a gun. Um, he had a red headband. Behind him was a woman Viking carrying a machine gun. They were both on top of a T-Rex. I was like, well, okay, this looks like fun. You know, I, for the past few years, I had been brainwashed into watching recent movies because my wife, who was my girlfriend at the time, kept uh, complaining that we were watching everything that I wanted to watch. So I gave in and uh, we were still new to the relationship. So that's when I was caving in for things. Uh, so, you know, I saw this movie and it was the most amazing piece of film that I have ever seen in my entire life. I had watched it three times back to back just to soak it all in. I couldn't believe what I saw. It was such a random mix of things. And you know what? Let's just get on to this episode with 2015's Kung Fury. And now, our feature presentation. Kung Fury is the brainchild of David Sandberg. He's a Swedish director. Now, don't get him confused with the American director of basically the same name, David F. Sandberg. Um, he directed such movies as uh, Annabelle Creation, uh, Lights Out, which doesn't get enough credit, and uh, DC's Shazam. So David Sandberg, the Swedish one, went ahead and made a trailer for $5,000 for Kung Fury. By displaying that, he put it on Kickstarter. Now, for those of you who don't know what Kickstarter is, it's basically GoFundMe without all the sympathy. It's for creators to, you know, have people donate money so that their creation can come to life and you know every time you donate something you get you know like a prize or a gift or something right so for any of you out there who want to make a short film or you have some side, some type of gadget or anything try kickstarter and see what happens um and no i'm not getting paid for this <laughs> anyways kung fury earned six hundred and thirty thousand dollars with a goal of two hundred thousand dollars which is just amazing Based on a trailer alone. I know a lot of people say, you know, you can't judge a whole movie based on the trailer. Well, this one basically did it. And it did it well. So one thing about this movie, when I try to tell people about it, is uh, it's hard to describe. Uh, I, when I give anybody the description or I try to tell people about it. They're like, what the hell are you even watching? And thinking about it now, an easier description for this movie is basically saying you went to a yard sale or a flea market in the eighties, saw a box of toys and grabbed just random ones without looking and decided to play with them. That's pretty much what this is. Uh, it's really mind boggling to even 
put this into words, uh, it's a little tough. Uh, I'll just say that, right? So the movie starts off with a uh, an arcade machine that basically is somewhat of a transformer. It has arms and legs and starts shooting people with its laser. And there's a lot of gore in this, by the way. And he's just going around terrorizing the city and the arcade. He flicks off a dog. Yes, I have to mention that because that's actually part of the movie. And the cops decide to call Kung Fury. Kung Fury is a Miami cop in the year 1985. Uh, one of the things that I enjoyed most about this movie was the fact that they put all these layers over it to make it look like it was a VHS tape. There's tracking. It kind of gets a little messed up here and there. Um, it, it gives you that, that, that old 80s feel. You know, just one of those things, right? And there is so much over-the-top action it knows what it's doing. The, 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 you know, when they made this movie, they knew their audience, and I know that they knew the audience very well. They knew who they were going after. And if you've seen 80s movies, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's kind of like a Last Action Hero, where it was self-aware of what it was doing, and it wanted to be just that much more. We do see the origin of Kung Fury. Now, like I said before, he's a cop. So him and his partner were chasing a Kung Fu master in an alleyway. And right as the Kung Fu Master was going to strike, Kung Fury was struck by lightning and bitten by a cobra. Now, I, I know you've heard some of my episodes before where I'm like, who wrote this shit? Or I didn't write this. Or whatever dumb catchphrase I'm trying to make happen. But I wish I did this time. <laughs> if this movie, like I said, is just crazy. Whoever did it was on coke. Anyways, as... He was struck by lightning and bitten by that cobra. He was taken back to another dimension to where you see all these temples and everybody doing Kung Fu and they name him Kung Fury. So now he's got superpowers and he knows martial arts. Just like I said, it's just amazing. So Kung Fury is given a partner. Now his last partner died because that Kung Fu Master killed him. He sliced him right in half. And like I said, there's a lot of gore in this. So back in present day 1985, Kung Fury is given a partner named Triceratops. Now, you did hear that right. His partner is a Triceratops in a police officer uniform. Ah, like I said, what else can you say, right? The police station gets a phone call from Hitler. And, uh... Hitler's looking for Kung Fury because back in Nazi Germany, back in whenever Hitler's stupid reign was, he was a Kung Fu master himself. He called himself the Kung Fuhrer. And uh, he was trying to inject his Nazi soldiers with Kung Fu DNA to see if they could all be a super army of Kung Fu masters. Yeah. It's, yeah, it went there. Anyways, he decides to shoot his gun inside the payphone and these bullets are coming out of the police station phone and shooting a lot of people and you know what it's hard to do you know what this is one of those mo this is one of those movies where i'm ha i'm gonna have to post the link to this in the description so you can see the madness that this is anyways Kung Fury wants to be taken back in time so he can stop Hitler from doing all of this. You know, he wants to stop him before he even starts. So he uses the help of Hacker Man. 
Now, a lot of times, I think we've all seen the gif of a dude with a mullet. He's got like his windsuit jacket and his big glasses. And it says Hacker Man at the bottom. If you've seen it, chances are that is the actual one from the movie. So Hacker Man makes a mistake and hacks too much time and sends Kung Fury back to the Viking Age. Where we get a Velociraptor with laser eyes. Two Viking women with machine guns or a Gatling gun. And they both ride a humongous, like, 30-foot wolf and a T-Rex, however big that thing is, right? We also get a fun appearance from Thor, who has some of the funniest dialogue to me, even though it's only a couple sentences. It always makes me laugh. And uh, like I said before, this is a Swedish director, so they filmed all of this in Sweden. And... uh, a lot of the parts are overdubbed with English voices. Um, but the Thor part is just, like I said, it's just, it's hilarious. It is me, Thor, son of Odin, and protector of mankind. Check out my pecs. Your pecs are epic. Thanks, bro. God, that was just so stupid, wasn't it? It's gold. When you, when you actually watch the scene, it makes it just that much more funnier. Because he, like, when he tells him, thanks, bro, he kisses his bicep, and he accidentally you know, hits his hat with his Thor hammer. Um, like I said, it's all good fun. We do get a standoff between Hitler and Kung Fury, but before that, Kung Fury has to go through all these Nazi soldiers, and that's when it turns into a a 2D type of video game, kind of like Mortal Kombat of some sorts, where he's just like taking people's arms off, and there's there's even a part on there where he he take he dis, he tells his dude that he's going to disarm him, and he pulls his arm out of the socket, and he sticks the arm on a gun and twists it, and it turns into a helicopter. Yeah. It's just plain old fun, right? Um, I'm not going to tell you guys the ending to this because, it, like I said, you need to watch this. Now, there is one of the best cameos on here is actually David Hasselhoff. So with the extra money that they had, they were able to get Hasselhoff to, uh, to make a cameo as the car. He is Kung Fury's Lamborghini, and he is called the Hoff 9000. Open the doors, Hoff. I'm sorry. I can't let you open the doors, Kung Fury. God damn it, open the doors. I'm sorry. I can't open let... the doors. Did anyone ever tell you not to hassle the Hoff 9000? Oh, Hoff 9000. Son of a bitch. <laughs> How ironic, right? Uh, you know, David Hasselhoff being the car. Um, anyways, a lot of this movie, actually, all of this movie is random from the beginning to the end. And you won't believe me if I told you this, but this movie is only 30 minutes long. It's a short film. And no, it doesn't like cram everything to where it doesn't make sense, or nor does it feel rushed. It is an amazing throwback to everything 80s that you can ever love out of all those movies. From time travel movies, sci-fi, horror, you know, just action, just anything. 
If you like any 80s movie, you're going to absolutely love Kung Fury. I don't know anybody that I've shown that does not say, wow, that that was awesome. And it was only 30 minutes. Everything fit beautifully in 30 minutes. It made sense. It told its story. It had its finish. And, you know, it set up for another part. Now, like I said, I had to watch this a few times to soak it all in because I was like, I need more of this. Now, there were a lot of other movies that came out similar times like uh, Turbo Kid and Manborg. And they, they, they had that same 80s feel and everything. But they didn't hit me as much as Kung Fury. Both those other movies are great, by the way. Um, and I felt like I needed to jump on this movie just a little ahead of time. Because the feature film is actually going to come out in 2022. And uh, apparently Arnold Schwarzenegger has signed on to be the president of the United States. Uh, from what I've been reading he saw this movie and just immediately fell in love with it and wanted to be part of it. Uh, also, joining him in the cast is Michael Fassbender. Uh, if you've seen him, he's has a great filmography. Uh, I'll recognize him more as a Magneto uh, from the X-Men movies. But anyways, he is... Uh, once again, he saw the movie also and just fell in love with it. They both had to be part of it. Now, the movie is titled Kung Fury 2. It started production back in 2019, and we all know what happened in 2020. You know, all that, you know, COVID stuff happens and kind of put a shutdown to things. And then they ran into some budget issues with the uh, special effects department, and that got all worked out. The movie is actually being produced by uh, the, the, the ones who did uh, the Stephen King It remake movies, so... I can know that they got some money, right? Anyways, I cannot wait for this movie to come out. And just because I know that everybody's going to jump on that Kung Fury bandwagon. It's kind of like when your favorite underground band makes it big. And now everybody loves them, even though you've told them about it like millions of times throughout the years. That's how I'm going to feel about this. But I'm actually going to enjoy it. Because it gives you an extra hour of this Kung Fury madness. This film is going to have the same producers from the It remake. So it might be pretty damn good, right? Uh, I Like I said, I can't wait for it. I just know that when this movie does come out, everybody's going to be all about Kung Fury. And it's kind of like when uh, your favorite underground band makes it big. And you're looking at everybody, you know, just praise it so much to where you're like, I told you guys this shit millions of times throughout the years and only a few paid attention. It's kind of like when I was telling everybody about Cobra Kai and then all of a sudden Cobra Kai hits Netflix and everybody's all fucking Johnny Lawrence this and all these Cobra Kai, you know, Karate Kid t-shirts all over the place. And I'm like, wait a minute. I just told all you bastards about this and everybody said, oh, you know, I'll put it on my watch list. We get all these idiots that do that. And, you know, they finally watch it and they're like, oh, my God. And then they want to carry on conversations and everybody's putting the, the Cobra logo on things. You know, it happens. So when this movie does come out, I feel like everybody's going to be that way. And Hollywood is going to start making mainstream movies in the same VHS quality style. 
It happened with found footage. It happens with, you know, vampire movies. Anytime there's a trend, something like that is going to happen. And I hope that these, you know, movies are actually pretty good. I hope whatever Hollywood decides to think that, you know, copying this style of movie, I, I just hope that the movies are just as good as Kung Fury. I know Kung Fury 2 is going to kick all, you know, all kinds of ass. Um, from what I've seen, the production pictures, there's a picture of Arnold that he's standing on a whole bunch of rubble holding the American flag and he's got a gun. And, and there's a there's a dude with a you know a human body and a bald eagle head. They're going all out on this one. And I, I hope everybody takes time to watch it. Like I said, this is gonna be a third time I'm gonna say this. The the short film link is going to be posted in the description. It takes you straight to YouTube. It's all free. Nothing's cut. And it's you know. Just be prepared to feel like doing karate moves or kung fu moves or whatever it is when this shit's done. There's a David Hasselhoff song called True Survivor that is just just as great as the as the short film itself. Uh, you know, I, I, like I said, I, I don't know how much more praise I can give this movie. You have reached the part where I'm going to say my normal mumbo jumbo. You can catch me at slash underscore vision underscore TV. On Instagram, my email address is on there as well. Please like, subscribe, share, review. Uh, whether you like it or not, you know, leave me some feedback. I'm always trying to make sure that this show is at least enjoyable, you know, for you all to listen to. And once again, I hope you all enjoy Kung Fury. Remember, it's only 30 minutes of your life. Until next time. Surprise!